Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My guest is uh, here on Bent Notes tonight, a player of the tenor saxophone, a composer, a dog lover, and he has led his own bands for more than 25 years. Anton Delica grew up listening to Ravi Shankar and Louis Armstrong from his father's record collection, Led Zeppelin and 70s pop from his brother's collection, and classical shallow and piano practice by his sister. Later this week, he'll be launching his fifth album. And it is my great pleasure to bid a very warm welcome back to Bent Notes to Anton Delica. Welcome, Anton. Oh, thanks so much, David. Thanks for that really cool intro. Thank you. When you were growing up listening to such a wide range of musical stylings, did you ever think that you'd be releasing your fifth album after spending a couple of years in New York? Actually, no. No, when I was young, being a musician was well, uh, far from my, you know, life objective. I mean, I thought I, it was just something I loved to do, and enjoyed doing, and I had a and I had a talent for it. I was actually, you know, tending to be a, a designer, a graphic designer. Oh, right. Um, you know, and sort of have, in fact, pursued that throughout my throughout my life and my adult life as well. So no, it was you know I sort of had a lot of music in the family but when I was a kid it was only when I was later there was a bit of hope grew that it could be a possibility no not when I was young it was just sort of I sort of had a thing for the piano I was able to play well at the start and you know and I just sort of did it your bio also mentions that you're a dog lover did you grow up with 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 animals and do you have a favorite breed it's so funny because uh, I, I know it sounds silly, but it, it's just like we, I've only just uh, sort of fallen in love with dogs. It, it's only been in the last five years. My wife, she got, she was really determined to get a dog. And I was like, oh, I was always a cat person. Oh, which, right. I mean, this this is all silly, but, but you know, I was like, oh, no. I mean, I love dogs, It's not, but I just wasn't a dog lover. But now, so we had our little black terrier chops, he was brilliant. He passed away just last year, but we've got another pooch who's half American Staffy, um, half Kelpie. Oh. And um, uh, so, look, I don't really have any favourite breeds. I mean, I love Labs because I did grow up with a black Lab. My sister had a black Lab. But, I, you know, I just uh, – we've been to dog training today. You know, we just love it. You know, we just have a ball, you know, and I, I enjoy walking her and – you know, training her. She's a really good dog and, you know, she's a rescue. Both of our dogs have been rescues. You know, dog people are cool, you know, and enjoy speaking to people and it's kind of another world I never really knew about until only recently and, you know, you kind of go, ah, oh, the dog will never sleep in the bed. The dog sleeps in the bed. She's huge. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, like, really cool. Uh, and do you notice whether, whether she appreciates the music? She gave a, a few funny sounds to the saxophone, but you know what? She can, she can in fact sit in the room when I'm practicing. I'm a bit worried about her ears, though, so I don't, I don't 
really want her in the room when she's practicing. But she doesn't. We're rehearsing the band here tomorrow, and she's usually pretty cool. She just she's not too worried about the music. No, she. I wouldn't. I, I don't. I wouldn't say as much as that she likes it, but it definitely doesn't worry her. <laughs> well, I'm pleased to hear that it doesn't worry her, and that she doesn't go running for cover. No, no. Not no, that she should for the new album because it's a beautiful new album. Anton, I understand that creation and performing of music has been a necessary life-giving process to you. What is it about music that enables it to provide that support? I, I don't imagine that an accountant or an administrator can make the same claim about their career activities. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think maybe maybe if I if I was an accountant though, making you know making people happy with the fact that they've done their tax could be a really cool <laughs> aspect to it. I think, but in this case, it's for me. It's um, it's definitely very ne- a very necessary part of life for me. It's it's very much tied in with mental health for myself and like the you know the lockdown. I I can't speak for other musicians, but I feel that a lot of us have really uh, been suffering with the with the lockdown stuff. And yeah, I mean, it is about money, but I've I found another job during the lockdown. I've been able to do that, but it's just like if I don't play, I get I get weird. And I'm weird anyway, but I get weirder. And um, playing is a really healthy exercise for me. And uh, you know, I've played last night and the night before, and it's 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 just I don't know. There's just something about the the engagement, the listening, opening up your ears the enjoyment of meeting people, you know, playing with musicians. And there's just something about the engagement that is a very great thing. And there is that thing, that thing, as you, you know, that we know as adults, um, having taught children a lot over the years, you know, that, that notion of working at something really hard for a long period of time, you know, achieving it, sometimes not, sometimes failing at it, whatever, but it's it's a long term process and you're engaged in this activity that is a really rewarding life giving thing for myself like to be consistently doing this thing even when i was kind of messed up as a young adult or whatever i was still doing this practicing and there's something about that that is more beneficial for mental health for me than just simply doing an enjoyable activity like going to the movies, you know, which is great, but does that make sense? It does make sense. I suppose in one sense what you're saying is that anyone can go to the movies, but if you're into music, you are using so many components of your brain to develop that music, to play the music, to enjoy the music, then to interface with other people, to socialise. That's a much bigger thing. We're going to have a chat about the brand new album in just a moment, but I think we'll have a listen to a piece first. Promises, Promises, a piece that from from your description, it sounds as if it must carry a lot of emotion for you, the description about why you've written this piece. I I wrote this for a couple of dear friends, um, you know, and it was in in the 90s we were living together and, you know, I've had a lot of struggles myself and they they were pretty you know, particularly far down this path of, you know, heroin abuse and this stuff. I remember at the time I was getting so frustra- frustrated because, you know, they were full-time professional, you know, drug addicts. And, and I just still love them to this day, you know, but I just remember going, because I was always going, come on, you got to ease up a bit, you know, da-da-da, and they never did. And I wrote this song, Promises, Promises, about the promises that never came came true. But it, it doesn't diminish any any feeling I have for these um 
these people because I just love them dearly. And this was a sort of a bit of a 90s thing, you know, there was that kind of, I guess it's off the back of the acid jazz or kind of feeling from the early 90s. And then this was a bit more of the hip hop inspired stuff. And I just had the the idea to, to record it again. And I really felt that this was the right band to do it with. So let's have a listen to Promises, Promises. My guest is sure. saxophonist and composer Anton Delica. You'll listen to Bent Notes on John 84.9. You're listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au. On Joy 94.9, you are listening to Bent Notes, where my guest is saxophonist and composer Anton Delica. Anton, your new album, it's your fifth album, it's called The Offering. Yep. I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to it a number of times now. It's got me to and from work a couple of times uh, over the last week or so. It's a beautifully, I think I'd say it's a beautifully accessible contemporary jazz album, and it obviously has a lot of emotion behind it, being a dedication to the passing of your parents. Yep, it is, and it's a funny thing. It's like, you know, it's like um, when people pass away, sometimes you don't realise what you had until it's actually happened. My parents would come to gigs in the 90s and, you know, we'd have dinner and early 2000s and whatnot. And, you know, I, just, I didn't really, I, I feel like I didn't really appreciate ha- how important that that time is. And then, you know, they got sick um, later on and um, thankfully I was there for them. And, you know, my brother and his wife were there for them and my wife too. And, you know, we were able to support them and everything that... Um, this is, uh, you know, after they've passed away, but some of the tunes were written when they were still alive. Look, it just couldn't have happened without them. I mean, they were supportive of me for the whole time. You know, they bought, bought me my very first saxophone. And it was a very supportive family as far as artistic endeavours, you know. And it, it, um, it is nice to be able to have something as a, almost, I suppose you could say, a memorial to them. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly one tune, uh, The Wooden Bluebird, that's, you know, that directly was you know, for my mum, I wrote that specifically for her. But, you know, the whole the whole thing really is is thanks to them, you know. And, and you know, a lot of other people have been, you know, helped out a lot, like my uh, Tori's parents, um, David and Glenn, who helped hugely, obviously my wife. It's just sort of, um, it was so important to me to be able to dedicate this record to them because... Um, just because it meant so much to me and they were just so supportive, you know, of, of the music. And I felt like um, that was the right thing to do and I wanted to do that, you know. You chose some amazing musicians to help you do that. Tell us about who you had playing on the album and why you had them on the album. Oh, I mean, it's 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 really cool for me. Like um, Matt Closey, the bass player, is from Melbourne originally and he's been in New York for... Um, I think well over 20 years and he in fact has recorded that last tune promises promises with for the abc in about 1999 i think or 898 with me and um so it was really great to get him on the recording and i you know i wasn't sure if he was going to be able to do it but i asked him i mean he's such sort of really up there in the some new york world and all that as far as the musicians he play with plays with he's a friend and we caught up several times when we're in new york and um when i was there 
so that was great. I mean, he's a virtuoso, beautiful musician and just a lovely person, you know. And Kaylee O'Doherty, I went through, I did a master's when I was there at Queen's College, which was just really great place. I loved going there. And Kaylee was um, doing that master's degree with, with me. And um, I mean, she's just superlative. You know, she's a beautiful player. And I remember visiting her place in Harlem uh, in, in the first month I was there. And I just, she basically just kicked my ass. Like, just, <laughs> I, was, I was like, this is, I have a lot of work to do to get myself up to speed here. So, uh, you know, which I sort of, you know, I, I did, you know, I'd put a lot of work in over there and Kaylee, uh, yeah, Kaylee's a Berkeley alum and all that and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, and Corey's, uh, Kaylee's husband. And I met Corey, actually, I met Corey on the bandstand at, at, a, at a session. It was a sort of a pretty decent session in Queens. You know, and I played with him, you know, and I just absolutely loved playing with him. And I was like, this guy is amazing. I love playing with this drummer, you know. And and then we met later and I, I did know that he was, you know, he was Kaylee's um, partner, but it was it was great to meet him and just a really lovely person, which is really important to me. Like people need to be cool, you know. And Emmanuel, the saxophone player, the alto player, um, a friend was at uh, Juilliard at, the time and um i went to his recital and i heard emmanuel play and i was like that that guy's just incredible i was like this dude is unbelievable and he kind of looked a bit serious and i thought oh maybe a bit standoffish whatever and i and i, I just happened to bump into him outside um with one of the the uh, lecturers there got speaking to him and he was a really lovely guy it turned out he was a really cool guy Anyway, I just sort of filed that in my head, and you know, about a year later, I wanted wanted an alto on a, you know, three three or so tracks on the record, and I just emailed him. I was very aware about the people he's playing with. He plays with Jason Moran, is sort of his mentor. You know, he's just playing with some of the best. Stuff. He's at the Vanguard a fair bit, and you know that kind of stuff with um. Oh my God, I've had a brain drain, but um, with the drama, great drama. Anyway, Marie Schneider's drama. He was really gracious and just said, yeah, let's do it. And wow. so he came in and did it. And um, I mixed that record and I listened to his solos, you know, so many times. And I was just so happy to listen to them every time. <laughs> I was like, this is really great, man. Like this guy. And he was one of, he's one of those people that sort of does the take and doesn't really, he's just cool. Like he just, he, he played his ass off on every single take. So it wasn't wow. like. You know, it was it was that kind of thing. So yeah, it was a, it was a really good vibe. But the vibe in the studio was great, and Michael Perez Cisneros, the engineer, was fantastic. And you know, that's that kind of thing is really important to me. You know, the feeling in the in the studio, because you know, you sort of out, when you're re re recording, you've outlaid all this money, and you you know, you've got the charts, you've rehearsed the you know what I mean, all the pressures. Yeah. And then you've actually got to play on top of all that, <laughs> you, you know, and you're sort of like, oh, my God. But they understand that, you know, they've all recorded their own records, so they know Been um, there, what done that's that. like. So, yeah, mm. so, you know, it was um, it was a really, really enjoyable experience. And me, then, in a sense, know. you're doing it all over again this coming Thursday night. Yeah, and, and it's with a be my beautiful quintet with Danny Fisher, Flora Carbo, Darren Archer and Tom Lee in Melbourne on Thursday at the Jazz Lab. 
I, I've just been loving playing with this band. It's a completely different band to my quartet. You know, this is a really much more jazz. I guess you'd say jazz in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like a bit more on that more, I don't know how to describe it, modern jazz kind of end of things, I guess. I've also been playing baritone a lot with that band. Probably on Thursday I might not do that because we're just going to play stuff from the record on yep. Thursday. It's, you know, I've played with Danny since the 90s. We, we've had our moments, you know, you know, um, and, and then we sort of got through all that. And so there's a long history there. And Darren too, I met Darren in 97 in Sydney. He's just an absolutely superb piano player. Indeed. And Flora is sort of like reminded me it's just that she's a foil for how i play the way she plays is very complimentary i find she's got this organic very um she reminds me a little bit of phil noy um who i love his alto playing you know bernie mcgann you know she's just got that kind of um sound which is really complimentary to my kind of playing mm-hmm. and i find it inspiring i think she's a, you know? a young musician who's going places yeah and mm. she's cool i mean that's the thing too you know like people have got to be cool if they're not cool i don't want to play with them okay. fair <laughs> enough in my band you now, know like she's really nice and she's good to hang with and it's cool that's you know? good if we want more details about uh, anton delica there's a website antondelica.com it's got all the details about you anton it's got all the details about the offering and uh, links to other live gigs including this week's uh, gig at the jazz lab on thursday night looking forward to hearing more from anton delica anton over the coming time look forward to have a catch up with you here on bent notes as well from time to time yep absolutely i love the show thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure I think we should have a listen to that piece that you mentioned earlier in our discussion called The Wooden Bluebird, dedicated to your mother. A beautiful piece. Anton, thank you so much for your time tonight. My best wishes to you for a wonderful launch of the album this coming Thursday night, November 18. It's been a real pleasure to chat with you tonight here on Bent Notes. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Bent Notes on Joy 94.9. been listening to a podcast from bent notes join us live each sunday night on joy 94.9 this podcast was produced by joy media you can support joy's diverse sound and diverse community this june by donating to joy radiothon 2024 go to joy.org.au slash radiothon and remember we all flourish with joy 